3: Hi, folks. I'm Alan Watts. This is Cutting Through the Matrix on the 30th of May, 2008. For newcomers, and there's lots of newcomers always coming in, it's surprising how the world gets around, you know, this old big planet with so many people, so many thousands of radio stations, but eventually, one way or another, they get turned on, and I ask them to... come into this show to look into cuttingthroughthematrix.com and listen to as many of the previous talks I've given over the years piecing this big jigsaw puzzle together. There's a lot I say straight out there's a lot I say embedded in the talks for those who are a bit further on because there are so many layers of this on the go at the same time everyone can understand the exoteric and the exoteric is what the media throws in your face there's always another side to things because this particular world order is not really new. It's a new phase for them, those who control it, but they also control the last one too and the one before that. It's an ongoing intergenerational war. Also look into Alan Watts' Sentient Sentinel for transcripts which you can download written in the various tongues of Europe. This is truly an intergenerational war. If you look in to the histories of the British establishment, they had 50-year plans for certain agendas, 100-year plans for others. This carried on into the League of Nations, then United Nations, with their 5, 10, 15, 50, 100 years, 150-year plans. That's how it's done, intergenerational. And the communist system was exactly the same as all The same system. It's just the two hands of the same system. And that generally confuses most people because they pick one side or another, never realizing they're all going in the same direction. That's how the trick works. Now, for those who've donated, I have to thank you. I try and get back to everyone because that's only the right thing to do. And you can't get back to everyone if it's written, if it's a handwritten letter. I try or I'll send a card that it's impossible to do all that plus everything else I'm doing. It's hard enough to try and keep up with just the topics and so on and how to put things across to people that make sense to them. There's no point in just repeating stuff unless you analyze stuff. And you must analyze everything that's handed out because all the major stories that you get are really handouts to the media, handouts by the public relations firms or the military or government or many of the the, the hundreds of layers of government as we have today. It's the biggest industry on the planet, is governance, as they call it today. And we are in a global system that's tied economically together. No one can avoid being in it. If they won't come into it, they're pounded into it through war. And they'll always drum up a reason for a war, or get one started by supplying one little country with arms and kicking it off. And then, of course, the United Nations comes in and says, we've got to stop that. And we also got to bring UNESCO in. And then, of course, we bring the whole kit and caboodle of the UN in, and then we standardize their system until it's exactly a clone of the ones that we have already. In this agenda, no one is going to be allowed to have a different way of life. it has got to be this new idea, which really is a world order, but it's the con game is based on democracy, even though the public have no input whatsoever. Now the news is coming in, and we'll be back in a few minutes after the following messages. I'm Alan Watt, cutting through the matrix, trying to show you the other sides of this big existence we call reality, and giving you some of the background on how we got to where we are and where we're supposed to go. Now, at the top of this big pyramid we call reality, you have the few, the few who inherit wealth down through thousands, literally thousands of years. The few who go country to country, setting up empires, building it up financially, and then walking out with all the loot and collapsing them behind, but always keeping them at a certain stage of of togetherness, like commonwealths. We call them commonwealths. And the whole idea is to create a world commonwealth, and it's here. It's actually here. That's why they set up the United Nations. Read all the data you can get on the United Nations read the stuff that was written at the time during the 40s and in the, the mid-40s too, when big players in politics were writing books thinking that because of World War Two, the world would be ready to give up national sovereignty and allow themselves to be run by this global society. And to a lot of people who were war weary, it made a lot of sense. Because the history of the world, because of the financial system, truly is a history of war after war after war. That's how the wealthy got wealthier, and that's how they took over countries into empires. So lots and lots of followers helped the system along. Well-meaning in a sense, but not realizing that above all that, these characters at the top didn't just want a global government. They wanted a scientifically run system where people would be assigned their positions in life, their status in life. H.G. Wells wrote about it in shape of things to come. But Mr. Everybody leaves school, like everyone else, looking for a job, and he sets up doing what other people are doing, and competing and competing. And that to them is so untidy. It worked for a while, but they'd rather design you for the job that you're supposed to do. In fact, they'd rather have the right to decide if you should even be born to fulfill a job that they want you for, or they need you for. And that's coming along. And in the 50s, big players wrote about creating apathy. The creation of apathy makes people easily led, can be easily led by governments and experts. That has been accomplished. And we've gone through basically what is, I mean, depression financially for 20-odd years, and Britain and parts of Europe has been much, much longer. And people are rather apathetic. And when you add a fear element in, fear of not even heating themselves because fuel is going through the roof, by design, and you add on uh, the food going up in price and everything else going up in price, and your taxes increasing to, there's no way up here, then it creates a, a, an abuse type of mentality. You're an abused person. You abused society. And you're easily led by the experts that claim they have all the answers. And since we're trained not to think for ourselves, most folk go along with the experts and their answers, and then they wonder why they're worse off than they were before. It's as easy as that. And when you have a world society being fed the same entertainment and the same news across the whole world, remember entertainment is your main indoctrination method to entertainment. And then... And then It's quite easy to bring a whole society, a whole world society, along this green path as we eliminate ourselves and our numbers, allow the scientists to tamper with genes, and then bring out the new type clones with all the rights of the old humans. That's the whole agenda. And for some people, of course, they think it's science fiction. Well, forget those people. They, They haven't even lived yet. They're still in the land of the dead. You know, in Britain... When I was small, a series came out. It was called Just Alf. It kind of played a few, a few runs and then it faltered and fell. And the whole idea was to, it was based on a guy in London, a comedy, who was prejudiced against everyone else, classes, races, and so on. And they turned it into an American hit over in America. It took off, they gave it a different name, different actors but the same scripts and made a hit out of it. In Britain, they also brought in a series back in the 70s called, I think it was Robin's Nest, A Guy Living With Two Girls, and they called it a different name, a 3 company in the U.S. And you don't realize that all the programs that you watch start off in Britain, where Tavistock runs the whole world's drama and comedies and so on. And you get your own actors from your own country with different accents to play out the same roles. And it's all called predictive programming. You can get a lot more through for political correctness through comedy than any other way. People adapt through it if you're ashamed. And adapt all the other nonsense that comes down with it. There's always an of truth. But attached to it. that attachments on your email comes a whole bunch of stuff on top of that until you're parting it like a robot that's how simply is done actually bunker was a guy in the states it was modeled after the british one just alf It's the same with all the things that you watch now it's the same with major media major media gives out handouts and if you look across the newspapers in britain today you find the same stories as they do in yahoo and so on uh, word for word these are handouts to the major media and when you read it as predictive programming it's getting an idea into your mind that, that this is coming; it's inevitable, and you have to look a bit closer to find out why it's coming. This is a story about the Matrix, and these say kids because kids now are what children used to be. They call them kids now; young adults. The dehumanizing of humans, as Lenin said, they do by the use of terminology. So they call them kids, set for Matrix future. And this one was on Yahoo today, but it's also in the major newspapers, word for word, verbatim. Children will learn by downloading information directly into their brains within 30 years. An education expert, there you have, education experts. so Im- immediately you believe it, has predicted. Chris Parry, the new chief executive of Independent Schools Council, said matrix-style technology would render traditional lessons obsolete. He said it's a very short route from wireless technology to actually getting the electrical connections in your brain to absorb that knowledge. Mr. Parry, a former Rear Admiral, spent three years determining the future strategic context for the military in a senior role at the Ministry of Defense. I'll repeat that part there. Mr. Parry, a former Rear Admiral, spent three years determining the future strategic context for the military in a senior role at the Ministry of Defense. So there's a tie-in right away. All this technology is from the Ministry of Defense, who also know they have an agenda to work out through society. He said, the Kenny Reeves thriller make look you know, like science fiction in 30 years' time. That's to throw you off, to make you not so scared of it. Believe you me, they can do it now. They can do it now. This is a, this is meant to make you think it's coming, accept it, but don't worry, it's a long ways off. We can actually do that stuff now. Within 30 years, sitting down and learning something will be a thing of the past, Mr. Parry said. I think people will be able to directly access, matrix style, all the vocabulary you need for a foreign language, leaving you just to clear up the grammar. Mr. Parry is now preparing the ISC's 1,300 private schools which collectively teach half a million children for a high-tech future. So what you get from that is, you see, he's already teaching the managers of society, the private schools, uh, along this line of, again, it's a segregation of society into the elite and the masses. And this is the elite that he must train to condition their minds to go along and help push all of this in their lifetime onto the public. And you'll find, too, when they actually do it, they'll use this technology first on the bureaucracies. That's where they're going to use it first, before the Nazis get it. So that's a little, as I say, predictive programming handout given to all major media. And as I say, when they hand it out, and he's from a guy, a former rear admiral, he's not a petty little fellow, who also worked for strategic context in the military, This character knows what he's doing. he can send sent to a few people, one of many, by the way. And uh, their job is cut and dried for them as they program the controllers, the ones who will control society, the bureaucracies, the ones who will grow up to be bureaucrats into a certain way of thinking. And they're going to be ruthless with this agenda, believe you me. The military gave the public the Internet, it could not bring off a totalitarian society without the computer. Without knowing all your data, without you getting hooked on the computer, do you think you can't do without it? Most people truly believe they cannot live without it, even those who don't make their work or their employment by using it. The Americas have two years to go, two more signings to go before they're the same as the European Union. They've been signing agreements deeper into the amalgamation openly since 2005. That was even broadcast on Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. Now, you must look at Europe if you will not know where it's going, because that's the first one, remember. Karl Marx said Europe first, America second, then an association of, of Eastern Asiatics region, Arim, uh, would be third. And this article I'm going to read now is from the Telegraph, and it's by Bruno Waterfield in Brussels, 27th of May, 2008. I'll read this when I get back. It shows you where we're all going. the Matrix and showing you how America and every other continent really follows Britain as an avant-garde of the unifications and all the techniques are used in Britain or eventually used everywhere else and America the Americas are fast on the heel of Britain these days this is an article from the Telegraph to so, say 27th of May 2008. His plans to eliminate Eurosceptics as an organised opposition within the European Parliament are expected to be agreed by a majority of MEPs as members of European Parliament this summer. The European Union Assembly's political establishment is pushing through changes that will silence dissidents by changing the rules, allowing EU MPs to form political groupings. Richard Corbett, a British Labour MEP, is leading the charge to cut the number of party political tendencies in the Parliament next year, a move that would dissolve UKIP's pan-European-eurosceptic independence and democracy groupings. It goes on to say, under the rule change, the largest and most pro-European groups would tighten their grip on the Parliament's political agenda and keep control of lavish funding. It would prevent single-issue politicians from being given undue support from the public purse, said Mr. Corbett. We want to avoid the formation of a fragmented parliament, deeply divided into many small groups and unable to work effectively. Mr. Corbett's proposals will also give the president of parliament sweeping powers to approve or reject parliamentary questions. It's already found, by the way, that the average politician in a year... To speak his mind in that parliament, because it's so huge, gets about 20 seconds. Who is was a democracy there. Eh? Well, it was not meant to be democratic. That's just it. Nigel Farage, leader of the UK Independence Party, claimed that the move goes hand in hand with the denial of popular votes on the new EU treaty. Welcome to your future. This shows an EU mindset that is arrogant, anti-democratic, and frankly scary, he said. These people are so scared of public opinion, they are willing to set in stone the right to ignore it. Freedom requires the governing elites to be held to account. They must be getting very worried that they are enacting such dictatorial powers for themselves. Well, look around you, Mr. MEP, because they are building up a militarized society everywhere, where everyone else and your neighbor and you happens to be the terrorists. Under the changes, the threshold would become 30 MEPs from one quarter of the EU's member states. The Liberal Democrats, Greens, and Far Lefts, Eurosceptics, and other groupings have vowed to oppose the plans during a vote scheduled for July the 9th. Andrew Duff, leader of Britain's Liberal Democrat, EUR MPs, and a committed EU Federalist, has opposed the silencing of UKIP on the basis of democratic principle. Whatever one's point uh, one's views about their politics, it cannot be argued that these small groups do not represent a strand of European public opinion, he said. If the European Parliament is to be the legitimate forum for or forum for post national democracy, post national democracy see this is where they this is where they put these little phrases post national democracy, all sorts of minority opinions have to be given an effective a proportionate representation. So this will all be heard in 2010, when America, or the Americas, as the U.S., Canada, and Mexico, with Chile ready to join right in, uh, come together. the old Beatles song, "Come Together," over me, and they're coming together in 2010. Total, total, and complete integration, intermeshing of all your governments come together. One massive new parliament for the Americas uh, with a lot of the smaller countries in Latin America ready to join right in or to be bribed right in one of the two at the top actually of all these countries will be bribed in that's how they did it with Europe and they're not democratic systems it's meant not to be a democratic system in fact democracy according to Margaret Thatcher was just too slow too much argument went on and nothing could get done. And he had big plans to complete, you see. And that's why Thatcher talked about the fact that she belonged to the Parallel government comprised of ex-members of parliament, presidents and prime ministers who all knew each other. She was referring to the Royal Institute for International Affairs and the Council on Foreign Relations. And they do, as Carl quickly said, work behind the scenes. They're not... They are not answerable to the public, so they can rush ahead and get all these things done for this big world order, and the public have no come back. There's no, there's no complaints department. But if you've noticed, really, even and was left off the old system for the public, there's no complaints department now either. I'm surprised how many organizations that were upset up as government institution's to serve the public are now under homeland security. Anyone who gets a public paycheck from government is on are a, a member of Homeland Security, including the postman. It's incredible what's going on. And again, as long as most folk have enough money to still play, which they do at the moment, even with gasoline going up and fuel going up and, and all the rest of it. As long as they can play and turn on the television to their favorite comedies and their favorite shows, they'll think everything is just hunky-dory. God help them when it all goes down. And am Alan Watts, I'll be back after these messages.
0: You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth.
3: Hi, folks. I'm Alan Watt, back cutting through the Matrix. And I hope the vocal quality is okay So I hear some of the Dalek sounds coming in. And that's happened before, so let's hope it stays away. And before I take the callers, I'd like to read this little article here. It's from Canada, and it's very interesting. Because, see, Canada, as I've mentioned before, happened to be the test guinea pig population for the various GMO foods and so on. And why? Because we're very placid in Canada. We've got a lot of brainwashing, and we... we are from a, a British type system where you've never known any real freedom. Government's always been some sort of magical boss like a priesthood that you simply obey. Now, and mind you, it's rife with Freemasonry too, and that also backs up this system. They, they teach us to obey because the Masons get their freebies and they get off with a lot of things the general public don't. But, this is an article from ANI uh, from Toronto. I May 29th, it came out, and it said here, it's another little experiment here. Canned foods commonly served to Canadian children contain the estrogen-mimicking chemical bisphenol A at concentrations twice as much as the levels that made many consumers stop using big plastic baby bottles and water bottles made from the controversial material. A new study has shown the highest amounts were in tomato sauce a food often consumed by children which had 18.2 parts per billion but the news organizations tested 10 13 other canned goods purchased at Toronto stores including beer beer, <laughs> ravioli apple juice and cream style corn and found by spinal A in every sample well I'm not surprised I'm not surprised at all since Charles Galton Darwin, Darwin talked about using these techniques the males because they didn't want a sort of virile, angry males at this particular time in history. Tomato juice had 14.1 parts per billion, chicken noodle soup as much as 9.9 parts per billion and ravioli 6.2 parts per billion. It's the first time such a review of common everyday food items has been done in Canada and indicates there's a widespread exposure to the chemical, also known as BPA, among those who eat canned goods even if they do not use polycarbonate plastic bottles. This is from Cannes. These results provide further evidence that Canadians are marinating in this chemical on a daily basis. Globeandmail.com quoted Rick Smith, Executive Director of Environmental Defence, a Toronto advocacy group that has been lobbying health care to ban bisphenol A from food and beverage containers, as saying... The method of testing used most closely mimics the canning process. 14 cans of popular cleaning foods were sent to XenoAnalytic LLC, a laboratory in Columbia, Minnesota. The cans were entered of food and rinsed five times before being filled with water and heated for 24 hours and 95 degrees centigrade. Studies have shown when cans are heated in the manufacturing process, BPA, that's the, the bisphenol—which is out of the linings Foods are first sealed in cans and heat to kill bacteria in the food. Cans are heated to temperatures between 116 centigrade and 141 centigrade, and the length of time varies according to type of food. Because these findings show that BPA leached out of the cans into water, it can be assumed that the chemical is leaching into the food itself, and the cans are heated during the pasteurization process. Now, why did they even line the cans with this stuff in the first place? You see, they never used to. They did it after complaints came in. You see, this is an agenda, folks. It's an agenda. You're being bioengineered. Bioengineered. Exactly along the same route told by Charles Galton Darwin and others. It's being done. So, people should read the whole article here. It's quite interesting. As I say, Canadians, again, being the passive. Schmucks they are, are the guinea pigs' And they will even after reading this to believe oh they'd never do anything to hurt us because we truly believe the experts are very altruistic and they're very daddy-like They're good daddies in canada that's how we've been taught to believe now we'll go to the, the phones and look george from new york Here, george.
2: Uh, hi there george uh i guess one yes. it takes two seconds somebody said once before so I want to change gears a little bit and then change gears a little bit. This is social engineering, you know. It's uh, mm-hmm. quite interesting. You're there, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Well, So here in New York, another crane went down today. Uh, you got a little view on that, or you think that's a, a little yeah. bit of terrorism on their part? I mean, all these years, these cranes, two of them going down in a couple of months.
3: Mm-hmm. I Are guess you're... there's more guys drinking
2: on the job than they're coming in half cup in the morning <laughs> hey, that's what it is well they're amazing those things too but anyway that's just so to sh- shift gears again here in new york this uh, social engineering you know how they how they uh brainwash you and have they how they have you set up to be a kid now i guess you're a kid until you're forty or fifty years old right forever you know, yeah and and the kids uh they have their spots you know they they go around for the women, and uh this is the uh the problem they've been uh engineered to go to war uh, given a gun at seventeen eighteen years old, and uh, sent around the planet to uh bring it uh under control for whatever the powers may be, probably it's the bankers and whoever's behind the bankers but they're they've been pretty successful at that, huh, but they have never oh, yeah. come- They've never conquered the woman part. You know, the old daddies haven't taught the young men how to, uh, love the women, huh?
3: How to service no. the women. Well, people forget, George, too, that they had 50 years straight, a 50 years straight of the destruction of the family and male and female. This was literally a designed, well-funded, heavily funded war to destroy, uh, uh, people so that you don't breed amongst yourselves. And people don't realize that the only reason a man would fight back home at one time is you fought for your family. You do anything and you put your life down for your family. Today the males have nothing to fight for. And the only way they're allowed to fight at all for anything is when the government puts a uniform on and gives them medals and and tells them they're very special. It's the only area where a guy is allowed to be kind of like a guy, uh, immature though it may be. Well, there might be still you know? some areas
2: uh, our, our Celtic ancestors who mixed with the Indians and everybody else down there in the uh, 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 out in the mountains. What are they? The Ozarks down there. They yeah, still but they ma-
3: to...
2: they still get married. You get the Macs
3: and different. Yeah, true. Sure.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, you know, like because if you got two couples and you get along, and you, one couple got a girl and one couple got a boy, uh genetically already they they probably get along. So as you, as they grow up, you bring them up together they like each other and so 12 13 years age uh, just go to it you know and they they got training because the old timers have told them uh, the situation of life and a lot of them are lucky enough by 15, 16 years of age to really, really get into the glories of uh, the art of sex, which uh, they haven't been taught, you know, of most people. But these ones have have been given background and they get to it. So there there are areas in India, too, Hindu people I've heard of in my travels, you know, in New York. uh, People tell me that they get there, too. And there's there's probably some other pockets around the planet. But the way you're talking, they want to bring all this down. But you see, what they have now is it's so plastic. They used to use expression in the 60s plastic I didn't understand it too well plastic you're so plastic right they're in the meat packing area in New York right they have oh, I'll tell you you get to New York I mean gorgeous women you know and and I call it the street walker look you know this is the look they all have the, the modern street walker look you know but gorgeous gorgeous women but I'll, I'll tell the guys you know I mean, these girls are really just high-class hookers. They're just looking for a guy to pay the bills, you know? Then you have the the Lower East Side. Now he's evolving to a very hip area, you know, for, for young couples to meet, right? But people yeah. travel around, and then you have, of course, the uh, the, the hustler industry, the uh, scores, you know, these dance clubs, and this is becoming a rave, a rave too, you know, and the, there's different levels of uh, of money, and even couples, married couples, there's places where the lap girls will do the dance and the women, and women have told me, I says, you've done that? And they say, yeah, it's very unique, it's very interesting. But this is where they've evolved, and people say, well, why talk it's about It's not a sex? Bold, George. Well, sex is, how the we led. sex is where we got our- here. Sex is how we got here.
3: This is where they were led by the nose, because they didn't dream up this themselves. The whole culture, as I say, has been right, under attack right. for they're, they're years the, yeah, of social engineering. Right, right. That's and and you, what you've got today is a society where the males and the females cannot live together for any length of time. You've, you've got men who don't know how to lead. In fact, they feel inadequate because they've been trained to feel inadequate by everything they told in school. Well, they are. Look, the look
2: at any, look at any and the young
3: and look, the at females themselves, look, look at any Madonna. Look at any Madonna. Let me speak, Inactive. George.
2: Woman is a, George,
3: George. the females themselves have been had years of schooling to make them assertive, which is actually aggressive, and they will not compromise. They will not allow the men to lead. So that was done on purpose because they were following the Soviet system. The Soviet war, the communist war, wasn't over in Vietnam. It was not over in Russia. It was being done right home, right at home. And then when you find now with declassified information who is behind it, who is behind the whole cultural industry, the CIA, your own CIA were funding it all into existence. And monkey see, monkey do, that's traditional from Plato's time to the day. The, The youngsters are fed a certain combination of music, much music, and all the rest of it, and they emulate the characters. And you have this society today where there's more children. Who are thrown into furnaces uh, when it, uh, before they're born uh, and actually get live births, and we think what we call this civilization.
0: You think the abortion science tells thing us is that it's high? civilized?
2: You think it's yeah. that high? That more? I thought it was one third were being aborted. You think? Oh it's, no,
3: it's, it's much it's, more. It's <laughs> much much more. In fact, more, more, a lot of it's done also in private clinics, and so to try to keep the names off the books. And uh, well, that's now that it's that, the same system in communist uh, Russia. Uh, The Soviet system, they even give them the birth pill. So the most common way of birth control was actually abortion. And many women had six or ten abortions. That was fairly common uh, because they were on the cheap in Russia. All the money was to go to the boys at the top to keep them in luxury. Uh, So uh, this is an old, old thing. But no, they're they're pretty well destroyed. For most people, there's an occasional odd person out there. Uh, I mean, very few who've come through this, and thought for themselves. Most people do not think for themselves. They adapt to the culture as it's changing, and you are being upgraded and reprogrammed, and they adapt and adapt, and they become politically correct. Right. the technique to make money. was used. This technique was used in China. The United Nations is using the technique to stop smokers. It's called the creation of social approval and social disapproval, and it's quite easy over a generation through massive propaganda to get everyone to parrot the same thing. And they use that now, that same technique has been used against smokers. Now the UN is going to use it, using the same guys who started this technique for for China and the smokers uh, against people who are obese. So people really, most folk have no minds of their own. And they simply take all the little cliches and all the slogans like Lenin said, we shall win by slogans and they parrot them and they parrot it into existence. So you can make people believe anything you want with enough funding, as Bertrand Russell said.
2: Without, without a doubt. And just like the, they'll, they'll take these slogans, people who are just learning and parrot them, and people think they know what they're talking about and they don't know what they're talking about. But hopefully they will eventually learn what they're talking about. <laughs> but, uh. Maybe one, maybe one day,
3: George.
2: Yeah, but time is but, running but, out. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's almost. It's running out.
3: We're on a roll now. We're on a roll to a whole new system, a whole new order. And if you notice, and I keep telling groups people who who always think they're winning something, and that's the gays and the homosexuals, because that they, they want children now, you see. And of course, everyone says, "Oh, it's a shame they can't have children." But let's be honest here: what's the real goal here, which the, the gays and lesbians don't even think about themselves? It's to bring in clone get clones of themselves. Here's the big scientists in there with in vitro fertilization, all the rest, of it using donor mothers, but it's, it's actually taking cells from the males. Uh, they're actually rushing ahead with genetic engineering to, to bring you a new type of human. They've already said have the same rights as once we have our ordinary conceived and, and birthed and so on, this is science behind this. So science has replaced everything else. It's, re- it's replaced nature. It's replaced uh, the, the gods. It's replaced everything. It becomes the new God to a lot of these people. And what it's it doing is, it is in a way for new types of humans to be created. And science loves to use these groups.
2: It is it is their God. But they, they, they don't even yeah. need the... Uh, they, they have artificial wombs, too. That's where they're going. Or they won't even need... The, yeah, right, right
3: now, they're using donor wombs. There's, there's guys in, in the States there, couples, who are having their, their cells extracted, flown off to India and it's inserted in some donor female for about 50 bucks, you'll carry it to
2: wild, you know, wild stuff. you know, out of, out of the gay and lesbian groups, though, will come and has come and it will come a lot of the most hep uh, uh, and smartest people because they've they've been outcast and they looked at things. Matter of fact, they were so dangerous, that's you why they the killed the point,
3: them all George, off you don't with AIDS. The point, is, the point is not to get smart children out of them. The point is for science to re-engineer and genetically enhance because that's what they're doing at the same time. What size a child do you want? What sex, what gender, what IQ level do you want? This is a spearheading for all society, and they're using these groups, these fringe groups, to bring it in. They're unwitting fools, as they say, and all groups are always used uh, by these big powers that be for different purposes. Play, now we'll go on to, to the next caller, which is Antonia from Maryland.
1: Dear Antonia. Yeah, hello, hello Alan. Yes. How are you, Alan? I was uh, calling to uh, say hello and uh, start off kind of where your um, last caller ended. <laughs> um, yeah. you're, uh, you mentioned that um, we're all basically, you know, guinea pigs, and uh, they found a new group of guinea pigs today. Um, I don't know if you heard about the, um, the group of uh, people that they found in Brazil that um, have not been contacted yet by anyone from the outside world. I guess that would be their new guinea pigs to actually observe, uh, as from um, Mr. Huxley's book, The Brave New World, as it's coming up. Um, Mm -hmm. The the fellow who was just on, he doesn't realize it's more insidious, like you say, than he knows. Uh, You know, this begins at birth. Um, yeah. You have to realize that your mother is a computer, and she's programming you as she's been programmed, <laughs> and so has your father. So everything you're taught, you got to realize, like, these people, they have been taught to survive. We have not been taught to yeah. survive from birth. We've been taught to be de- dependent. And, uh, right. and, uh, and then the molding occurs, as you say, when you go to school. But everything you learn from the day, you're only taught the basics. As you say, what you need to know, you need to know how to walk, you need to know how to talk. Count from one to ten or further if you can, or uh, and and your ABCs. And um, it, it's it's just it's just, it's, a, it's a lot deeper. And then when you get into the indoctrination, then you end up to where we are now. You know.
3: Yeah.
1: I uh, hold on, and we'll we'll talk
3: about this after the break. Uh-huh. back cutting through the matrix talking to antonio from maryland there you're still there antonio
1: yes i am now uh,
3: yes continue uh, yeah.
1: yes i was um i also was going to say you know after the um, indoctrination phrase, uh, phase rather um you know that's when they begin uh you know instilling in you that uh everything is meant to change and so you come to accept that all oh, this change must occur and uh, you know uh, and like you said it's not happenstance it's uh it's planned way in advance and it's gone on for a long long time yes it has yes. yeah and um it has. yes um you don't realize how pliable your your world is um you know things are constantly changing you wake up um in the morning there's a new sign here you wake up in the morning the next day there's a new building being built here, so when it's taught, you just come to. They give you that sense of amnesia that you that you expect every day. You expect to right. that you saw something one day and that you don't see it the next, and that the there is something new. in the
3: much, yeah, yeah.
1: There's nothing now, no buildings anywhere across the world really, they're always
3: knocked down in a few years, so that when you grow up, there's nowhere you can go where your grandfather went or your grandmother went. There's no continuity, and so it keeps you off kilter you feel you don't really
1: belong, and that, again, creates more apathy, and that's, that's done on purpose, too. Yeah, correct. I, I just want to end with this on that point, is that um, here in my area, most buildings, once they reach the age of uh, 100 years, uh, they become historical sites, so they cannot be um, changed or, or anything altered. And the way things, to, as you said, are rebuilt and changed now, they're not even giving. New, um, rather old buildings chance to reach that age or any, um, anything in your surrounding to reach the age That's of a hundred right. years. Yep. So it has sped up and it's going to keep speeding up. And as far as waking people up, it's going to have to begin with people who actually have young children and they have to basically, um uh, reprogram their minds and before yep. they can even Absolutely. start to think about, uh, programming their children to think the right way. It's and, not uh, not not at all. And that's all I have to say is uh, good night to you, and uh, please, people, if you can, donate to Alan. He needs it, and it would help him. Thanks for calling. Right. Thanks for calling. You got Z from California. There's Z. Um
0: Hello, Z. hello Alan. Yes. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, It's that dreaded delay everybody talks about. Now, um, question uh, and and a statement. That was an excellent comment before uh, from the other caller. And I wanted to bring up the movie Wag the Dog. You've talked about that movie movie many times, and it shows uh, very well how uh, media A controls you and tells you what to do and what to say and what to think. And also it tells you about how pliable everything is because even the nations themselves uh, are Changing constantly. I, uh, I'm from Bosnia, and uh, literally from uh, second largest city in that in that state, or you know the country, yeah. and uh, it has basically become a capital city of another country. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, this was in my lifetime. Before me, my parents were you know World War Two grandparents, World War One. The country, the whole area was constantly changing. And you never knew where you lived mm-hmm. <laughs> in a way. And uh, so yeah. th- I just wanted to bring up the movie Wag the Dog because that's also another aspect to how you know everything interconnected.
3: Yeah,
0: what do you think? They, about they that?
3: literally followed the movie yeah, as the war. They, the movie came out first, and the war followed it exactly the same way. Yes. <laughs> well, that's it. That's it for tonight, folks. From a very, very wet, pouring rain Ontario with lots of black flies. And for me and Hamish, just good night to me, your God, or your gods, go with you.